Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, jam eaters and jam munchers, my name is Isaac. I am one of the two beautiful hosts of Unplanned Trek. The other one I'm joined who has his in his biography as lifetime accomplishments beating Isaac at the Trexperts quiz, it's Andrew Hogan. Yes, that is pretty much why I'm here, to beat you. Yes, everything. Have you had a good week? Well, yeah, I'll tell you what I'm not beating. I'm not beating this DVD player. No, I'll let you do that while I talk to other people. How about you that? Do that? We've got some other people yeah. today. We are joined by someone else who has in their life accomplishments beating Isaac at the Trexperts quiz. It's Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks. Hey, it's Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks. Hi, it's good to How see everyone. You? Great to be back. Sorry for beating you in the Trexperts quiz. You won't really beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get sympathy points. In fact, I might have, and I still lost. <laughs> oh, I, found, I found the subtitles. Thank you. And we're also joined by Star Trek alum. We've got Olivia Youngers joining us live from a holodeck. How are you, Olivia? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Now, for, for those who don't know, which is, of course, nobody, mm, tell us. Because we've got nobody. Who were you on Star Trek and which Star Trek was <laughs> on? Uh, I played Ensign Briggs on the, uh, the last season of Star Trek Picard, season three. You did indeed. I knew that. Yeah, how's that nap going? <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 a very prolonged nap. You know? <laughs> it seems so. It's, it uh... reminds me of this episode, actually. <laughs> you <laughs> mean with bit. us, or do you mean the one we're watching? Oh, no, the bit. one we're watching. <laughs> Hearing it's a pain. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the house. I do. I have proof. I have a, a signature from Metallus saying that I am still alive. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> just cool. sleeping. See, um, this is the you problem. You, you, you shouldn't have to get documented proof that you're still alive. But if you're going to, <laughs> Terry Metalis is a good person to get it from. Well, it's because yeah. Terry Metalis keeps killing everybody. He's caused his own. He's caused his own problem. You see. <laughs> true. I'd true. Be, if I was a showrunner, I wouldn't kill anyone. Because you're too nice. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm a bloody nice guy. And it wouldn't be a drama. <laughs> no, it'd be a comedy. <laughs> and there would be a beanbag <laughs> on the bridge. Yeah, that's true. Um, Olivia, do you have any active NDAs that you're not allowed to tell us about at the moment? Uh, not at okay. the moment. Uh, not at the moment. Um, potentially, but not at the moment. Good. That's not a clue. <laughs> I mean, it's not a hard no. It's not a hard. Well, it's it's a no, not yet. Yeah. Which is a maybe, which is a probably, which is a yes. yes. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Welcome to the Australian legal system. <laughs> We're a couple of minutes away from watching Waking Moments from Voyager. Do Does anyone on, on this call remember this episode? I do. Mm -hmm. um, I do, although I'm a little sad. I mean, I realise it's not quite in the theme. I actually really love the one that comes right before this, Mortal Coil. I think it's such a great episode, personally. I find oh, it yes. interesting. Um, so I remember this one. So this one, you know, when I think about the show and... and uh, in the lineup, I, I feel like it's a little bit of a step down from that one. That one was such an interesting episode, especially because Neelix uh, had been treated like kind of just the comic relief for so long, and that was a really fantastic episode, kind of showcasing his talents. So um, this one was this one was a little weird, <laughs> you know. Um, but I do remember the dreams within the dreams, and the the moon, and the tapping of the hand, and all of that. So yes, that 
Yeah, oh, this is the episode where Chakotay does Frame of Mind from TNG. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It pretty much is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's going to be well, a little bit of double ups, doesn't there? When you said this one at first, I was like, how does this qualify for the theme? And then I remembered, well, some people have some, like, yeah. I guess, sexy-ish dreams, right? Yeah, so. well, some yeah. people have them just sometimes. <laughs> we did an episode recently of Enterprise, which was really dark and, you know, uh, the crew were stealing parts from a different race but the only bit that was sexy was to paul had a dream that was the only bit that made it qualify for our project really i because like when i think of which series may have the like i feel like enterprise actually ends up in the the one with the most yeah there's a lot of you know just because of all of the the decontamination yeah exactly (laughs) it was was always going there wasn't it yeah and and the fact that half the that half the crew spent half the time running around in their undies and shit that's right yeah Yeah, i think my the top 10 on this list might all be enterprise Mm. it's not i remember what i like i don't need to see i don't need to see connor trenier's boxer shorts that badly i'm connor trenier and this is unplanned trek again again ever again actually i think it's the word we're looking for anyway Got this thing worked, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, are you guys ready to press play? Um, oh, let me pull it up. Yes, I have it in another tab. Now, if you guys are and... watching it via Paramount, I believe over there you have an ad first, so we'll wait for you to get through that before we press play our end too. I've got mine loaded up through, uh, yeah, mine's Amazon. right here on the ship on approach. So, yeah, oh, okay, I'm, still, cool. I'm still on the menu screen. <laughs> yeah. Settle down. I... <laughs> We'll give a five-second countdown. Hello. That's okay. I have got... ADHD, so I am one of those people who has about 100 tabs open it. What's you do? Yeah. Time. But it makes it. Hang on. We got Harry. Can you rewind it and we'll all press play at the same time? Okay. It's time for Unplanned Tricks. 50 Shades of Trick. If you want to watch along, that's fine. Just press play when I finish singing this line. Okay. I think we're, we're probably a little bit ahead, but that's all right. We're about like seventeen hours ahead of these two. Oh, we are. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. Really right off the you're, bat. Like, you're actually time traveling by hanging out with us. I guess that's right. We are, or maybe we're the ones time traveling by hanging out with you. But we're not allowed to tell you how how yesterday ends. The real problem we have. Oh man, we start out with this, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah they get right to it. We're 17 hours ahead, but 40 years behind in Tasmania. <laughs> that's that's about true. That's the problem. The aspect ratio is wrong on this, too. That's okay. I don't know. That's going to bug I me. I love Tim Russ so much. He's he's a bit of a dude, isn't he? He's so great. Have you heard him sing? Yeah. yeah. No. He's really good. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. How's it going? I'm Erica LaRose, and this is unplanned track. And so... Paris is saying it's going really well because I've got the only seat on wheels in all of Star Trek. Oh, and is Tuvok walking naked around the... Oh, of course he is. Yeah, he's his pants yeah. on. Yeah. Doesn't seem too bothered by that. No one else <laughs> seems all that bothered by it either. Yeah, that's probably Double even weird. That's actually weirder. Yeah. <laughs> or surprise. just kind of keep moving on, you know? Yeah. It's fine. They're oh, sort of used to it. Tuvok's got the tackle out again, and everyone and everyone's just walking around going, "Oh, geez, again, <laughs> third time this week." Yeah, Ponfar was last week. Ponfar's every week. <laughs> Ponfar far away. <laughs> what are these two going on about? I don't know, but I think Kim's blushing. You're still an ensign, dude. Might not be after this scene. 
Oh, he'll, he'll be less than that. <laughs> Cadet. With Lucano. Yes, Nick. Yeah. Ooh. Is this the sexy bit? It's one of them. This is yeah. one of the sexy yeah. bits. Definitely a Mornhub moment. Yeah. Apparently resistance was futile there. Consoles are blowing up. Now, we don't know what's caused this yet, but this could potentially be a fight. It's um... Now, my question is, whose dream Ooh, no. is this? Is this Kim's dream or Seven's dream? It's it's Harry's dream. Yeah. Or is it another Seven combined no, is it, it, aren't they all in a shared dream universe? Yeah. Like Sandman? Eventually, but I think they have yeah. like their own independent dreams at first. It's a bit sort of Neil Gaiman-ish, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We've got a bit of food in the background there. What have we got? Some lettuce? That's a kebab, isn't kebab. it? Oh, I was looking above the kebab. That's yeah. no kebabs. Dude, how do you miss the kebab? I was looking at the green. Because it's not four o'clock on a Sunday morning after you've been out on a Saturday night. <laughs> oh. Whoa. How good is the kebab when you're hungover? It's great. Oh, okay. They look a bit fucked. Yeah. Speaking of Oh, a different spot. Nice shot of the whole crew. Yep. This is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. I'll tell you what he didn't forget. He didn't forget to shave. <laughs> he shaved down. He could he could be in the Olympics swimming. Hmm? Yep. It is an Olympic year. Yep. See, that's oh, why I don't God. think they're in the shared dream yet, because they're they're clearly all having their own experiences right now. Oh, yeah. And I guess, you know, we just saw Janeway in, in the mess hall and yeah. Right. So a not quite Cardassian we've got there. He had a funny tooth coming out of his chin. Hmm. You can get a cream for that or something. Yeah, it's not really well worked out, mate. Stick to the eyes. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, he's outside the ship. He can't be outside the ship. I like it. Whoa, here we go. Is he going to watch this? Are these two still going? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, there's no way Harry's gone that long. <laughs> That's harsh. And now he wakes up and finds this guy. Oh, geez, I was pashing you. Yeah. yeah, I'd be I'd be upset too. I'd want to have about 50 showers. If you were who? All of them. Right. <laughs> well, they're all waking up. I'll tell you what, this is a good way to compare all of their pyjamas. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Two Fox yeah. were nice. Two Fox wasn't wearing Two Fox When he woke up, he was. Yeah. When he woke up, he was wearing something. There's oh. a really great scene in this toward the end where everybody sort of like comes together in one room and showcases all of their sleepwear. It's oh, it's pretty nice. pretty great. And, this, and that's sort of somewhat ironic because, you know, if you go back to, say, Star Trek, the motion picture, they were all wearing pyjamas the whole the whole movie. Right. They started out in sleepwear. Oh, they did. Leisure wear, I like to think of it as. Mm. I do miss the way they would design the clothes that people would wear. In it. Like, you know, like they really modernized the, the off-duty oh, yeah. outfits for the more recent shows. And I kind of miss that, like, just the, the weird styles they picked. This is really obvious, that Olivia, in um, early seasons of Next Generation, where uh -huh. it just seemed as though any time any of the crew were off duty, they had to be in some completely whacked out stupid clothes. I know. I it. love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Bring that <laughs> like, back. Like, but, I mean, we talked about this the other week. It yeah. doesn't matter. 500 years from now, jeans and a T-shirt are still going to be cool when you're not at work. Like, there's no, that's not going to change because it's easy. You know, this T-shirt, I found it on the floor today. I'll put it on. Easy. Done. Sorted. It's true. 
Yeah. It's clean, <laughs> I think. The floor. Well, the floor's pretty clean. <laughs> then my son comes out and he goes, Dad, could I borrow a T-shirt? I went, why? Because all mine smell. Mm. Fantastic. That's great. Um, but you're right. Why can't, why did people in the future, why did Riker, Riker always had his. So Riker wore like a ceremonial thing on an outfit, but instead of sash, it was just skin. And he didn't do any buttons up at all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, doorbell. Yeah, both Picard and Riker were really good at rocking the deep V. Oh, <laughs> yes. Bring that back. Come yeah. Um, we're all thinking of Angel One, right? Tom's got, a nice, Tom's got a nice dressing gown. He does. Yeah. Oh, and here's another thing. Oh, he's not living with Bellana yet. No, this is season four. Yeah. Why yeah. did Why did Bellana get the only uniform with a breast pocket so she could put some pens and pencils in it? I think it was to cover up a pregnancy. Yeah. This might be correct. This is like Mariska Hargitay's coat. Oh yes, of course. That the most famous coat of Law and Order. Um, but the thing yeah. is, it's very practical. You know, mm. like it you know, is when you're she at can, work. She can take three tools with her. Yeah. Uh, Neelix skin. <laughs> how often? How often do they use pens and pencils? Really, though. Yeah, most of them. I'm assuming. You know? Well, I mean, she's she's got some calipers and a compass. It looks like know, she's got one of those. Do some star charting. What are those music things that you ding and then you can have a the tuning fork? It looks like she's got oh, like a tuning fork. Yeah, 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 that could come in handy. That that would work. They, off she's got to tune the warp coils. <laughs> like, oh God. Well, yeah. Last week we had a in in what we watched we had a we had a like a strip club at the at the, by the warp core. That's a a right. tuning fork would come in handy for that to know if why you, you well if you were playing with A major or A minor. So you've gone to a strip club and all you <laughs> can think of that? is a different note. All you can think of is having a tuning fork. Yes, that's terrible. I'm never going to one with you again. Again, <laughs> right, got it. Yeah. yeah. Why are we going to Chile? Uh, it's a compromise. In what way is Chile a compromise between what Argentina? Well, what, what, what he'd want to do is something that's like nineteen sixties ah. Americana. Yes, and she'd want to do something Klingon, so they go to Chile instead. That makes no sense. Yeah, no. I, love, I love it. Yeah, thank you. I love it. I'm going to have a chill. Uh, oh, there, okay. there we go. And they're going to stop for a coffee as well. So we've got we've got food getting mentioned too. Maybe they are living together. Maybe they just have different shifts and didn't sleep at the same time. Oh, is there four shifts or three? Yep. Jellicoe. Yeah. Jellico was a good captain. He did nothing wrong. It was just right <laughs> being too stubborn to, to go to the extra duty shift. Yeah, that it should does... work. You've got a thousand people on board. It, it does seem a weird hill to die on, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's never really been a great management style to come in and start at an organization and completely change the, the structure of their work. Yeah, yeah, that's usually not yeah. good. People tend to not yeah. like that. Yeah, right. true. You could just roll with it. We, they do have the the pyramid structure, you know. You got to do what you're supposed to. No one ever does. Mm. Yeah, true. Like, Everyone, there's a lot of maverick on board there, bro. Bob, what about when when Data wanted to save the exocomps and just disobey yeah, every it. order? Yeah. yeah, Spock kidnaps the Enterprise. But if he if he had of respected what he should have been done, we wouldn't have been given the exocomp in lower decks. Mm. Peanut hamper. Peanut hamper's the best. Yeah. yeah. Do you love peanut hamper? Yeah. Oh, I hate peanut hamper. <laughs> Why? Why? Peanut hamper's great. I love peanut hamper because you don't I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom and Harry are both late. They're probably sleeping in. <laughs> Where can they go? They're on voyages. Well, I don't think the Delaney sisters are here anymore. We don't hear about them anymore. So I, I can't think of what they would be doing. I don't think they existed. No, they no. pop up because don't they show up again or get mentioned for Chaotica later on? 
Oh, they get mentioned. Oh. Oh, I'm don't pretty know. sure that one of them is in the Chaotica episode. Oh, I didn't think we ever like, saw them. I think that's the only time. I hope so. I think. Um, it might be a Delaney sister. I could be misremembering. Say it confidently and we'll back you up 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've literally been in more Star Trek. You've yeah, been true. in one more Star Trek show than I've been in. Mm. Mm. Like, yes, they were in. They were the twin mistresses of evil in uh, the chaotic episode. I just checked. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the only time we really see them. I would have believed you anyway, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're gorgeous too. They have a great costume. Sorry, I love the proton. Episode. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, the best. They are. In fact, that that should be a spin-off series. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, I saw somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter did a fantastic cosplay. Yeah, really. In, as in black and white. As who? Um, as Chaotica. So, oh, as, oh no, as sorry, as um, Arachnia. Arachnia. Yeah, yeah. Arachnia, yeah. queen of the spider people. Yeah, spray painted herself grey, mm. and it looked really good. I like the death robot that's just like modern <laughs> aluminium or aluminium. Yeah, I just love that Tom Paris is a huge. Huge geek. He's just a huge geek. Mm. Yeah. They he start is, off yeah. thinking he's like the bad boy character. He's not. He's the yeah. he's the nerdy geeky. He'd be going he to conventions a, wearing costumes. He builds a he builds a ship. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even the engineer can do that. Uh, even more importantly, he restores a Ute. Mm. He restores yeah. a pickup truck in the middle of the Delta Quadrant. Mm. Mm. Well, he yeah. shouldn't even know what a pickup truck is, to be honest. Mm. Mm. But anyway. But he still disappoints his Oh, heart. this conversation between Jay yeah. and Mark is so great. Yes. Is this when the turbo lift isn't going at the turbo speed and it's just going at 21st century speed? Yeah. Mm. Yes, getting dressed. Would you like me to demonstrate, Captain? <laughs> I feel like they've swapped positions in the lift. What do you mean, continuity error? Yeah. Oh, that never happens in Star Trek. No, true. No. Unless it's like a time travel, Tommy Wimey. Wibbly wobbly Tommy Wimey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing that I think is strange about this episode is so, like, Harry Kim wakes up screaming, right? Mm. And everyone's basically, like, really, like, body shaming this alien when they wake up. Like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, it was horrible and ugly. Like, shouldn't they kind of be used to it by now? Yeah, I mean they've they've like, eyes on by this stage. Isn't that their okay. whole like purpose? Folk find find new people. Instead, everybody's like, "Oh my god, he was so ugly." Yeah, the, there's not there's nothing in the charter about you know liking the, the this new cultures that they make. <laughs> no, but once you've seen and like enough, it shouldn't be shocking, right? And, and this guy was like, this guy was pretty nice compared to the Vidians. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Aren't, aren't they rough? Yeah, they're not fun to look yeah. at. Yeah, but, but it's not like we they haven't all seen aliens like you have because you've seen mm. real aliens. Mm, true. <laughs> and the aliens you saw could change their appearance into other things. I mean, we we had Jadzia chastise Kira about not judging mm. you know, folks by their appearance because she mm. went out with someone who you could see his brain or something, if I'm remembering correctly. Odo. At least she knows he's got no, one. No, not Odo. No, no, no. Jadzia. Jadzia had, had had they mentioned it in some conversation. Oh, know? I thought you meant Kira, sorry. No, 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 yeah. no. Mm. Did you see the meme this week about the doctor with Jerry Ryan that says, mm. um, why did they always ship the most attractive person oh, yeah. um, in Voyager with, with Jerry, Jerry Ryan? Ryan. <laughs> 
He, he retweeted it. He Robert Picardo is an absolutely hilarious guy. Yeah. It's like, spun, fun fact, mm. I introduced Robert Picardo to Sylvester McCoy, who played the seventh Doctor Who. So oh, the Doctor Who is the Doctor. Yeah. yeah, at a convention in Melbourne, at Supernova, they had not met each other. And um, Robert Picardo really wanted to meet another actor who played a character whose only name was the Doctor. Excellent. And I said, "We'll come over and meet Sylvester." Yeah. Since he's that should nuts. That should be a I mean... panel at Comic Con. They should just well, get yeah. actors. Well, they different... became they became friends yeah. after that, and they did a they did a stage play in the in, in the UK. Did they stay in contact with you? No, no sadly no, no. not. No. And Sylvester McCoy <laughs> is A grade nuts. Yeah. I rang him three weeks after that because his agent said. Um, if you ring him at home at breakfast time, he'll talk, he'll talk okay. to you about uh, The Hobbit that he was doing at the time. And guess what? He'd signed an NDA. The only thing he couldn't talk about was The Hobbit. So that was a hilariously useful interview. I'm sure it still was a hilarious interview, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He told yeah. some really inappropriate stories about behind the scenes of Doctor Who in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, um, oh, this is T- Chicago's got this the power. Is it the... Um... The Kuchimoye. What? That Suki? No, you know where he's got the spirit guide? Oh, yeah, pr- probably. Jamo's got a coffee, so we, yeah. might, we must have well and truly got through that nebula. Lucid, lucid dreams, yes. Yeah. We know you'd be able to wake up again. We'd, we'd pour water on your head. Well, I think we'd better monitor him in, in the medical bay, in sick bay. I wouldn't even no, just let him go. Yeah. Have you seen Inception? You just push him off a chair oh, and that people right. wake up. Yeah. And that's Christopher Nolan, so it, it, it must be true. Well, you'd have to sleep in Paris's chair because that one you can slide around everywhere around the deck. If I was on that, if I was in that chair, I would piss fart around the whole time. He's sitting would, on a roller coaster. Yeah, he's sitting, yeah. I would never be sensible on that. I'd be spinning around and going, wee, and that'd be ridiculous. It's hard to keep Andrew sitting Still in this chair, and this chair doesn't move. No, it was my couch. <laughs> Chips are with her. We'd have couches on on our on our bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're taking they're heeding my medical advice. You're going to let him sleep in in sick bay. Oh. Hope he doesn't snore. No, he's got like a, he's got like a generation one Walkman or something there. Yeah, or an iPod. It looks like an iPod. It looks like the hollow. Um, what what is it called when he can go off the the hollow emitter? Yeah, wow. that's the one. Well, what's what's he holding? Uh, something spiritual? No, it's an iPod. Oh. <laughs> iPod 1. Looks more like a Game Boy. Yeah. Actually, it's a Game Boy Color. Yeah, it is. I've got a Game Boy Color. Maybe it's a Tamagotchi. It's a Tamagotchi. playing a really fast game of Tetris. <laughs> it is going fast, isn't it? Yeah, but he's, he's not playing it properly. That really makes me angry. Yeah, he's going sideways instead of up and down. Yeah, and he's playing it with his eyes closed because he's a master at it. <laughs> oh look! I can play Tetris with my eyes closed. Yeah. Shut yeah. up! All right, and that, well, that was quick. Ooh, he's okay. Yeah, turned into a spear. That seems unusual. Oh, and there's wildlife on it's the. It's an animal. Oh, okay, done. Sorted. Yeah, but is we don't know deer? what it is yet. Oh, is it a deer? Or... Probably a space deer. Bambi. Mm, space he's, Bambi. He's going to kill it. Yeah, well, yeah. So I feel a little code of honorary about this. Oh, about this moment. No, it, it this this whole it was an attempt at the time at introducing diversity, <laughs> but it was not well researched, and it would not no. be something we would consider inclusive. Yeah, really. yeah. They they thought they were doing good, but through the lens of twenty twenty three, it's uh, it's rough. What if the deer? I'm, con- I'm concerned about what if the deer does a poo. 
Neelix would clean it up. No, he wouldn't. It's fertilizer. Job. It's his job. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's natural it fertilizer a... for the... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, spear him now. So Toto. Spear him now as a shapeshifter. Olivia, no, you can tell us all about them. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen one in real life. I have quite the a Star, few. The Star Trek is true, you know. It, it's a documentary. It is, that's right. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we're not that far off, honestly. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, I think bell riots are supposed to happen this year. They are. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now they're it certainly feels it. like we're on the precipice of that, to be honest. It feels like we're close. I'd like um, this this conversation. They're arguing about who's in control of the dream. No, it's my dream. No, it's my dream. No, I saw it first. It's my dream. Yeah. It's off there. Oh, it's a fight then. Yeah, they're having a fight <laughs> over whose dream is it? it is. <laughs> my dream's better than your dream. Your dream's lame. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's happening this year is the reunification of Ireland with the yes. UK. And yeah. oh yeah, because that's gonna happen. There's more chance of the bill rights happening <laughs> than that happening. You know what we say to that? We say no. <laughs> the no that, that's the that's the Liam Shaw no button, Olivia. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a little too high pitched for him. It needs to. Oh, be we, I can go. I, more, I can go different. Uh, no, 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 no. So, uh, okay. That's a little. This too few too many no's. He's very very <laughs> succinct. Very true. Uh, Captain Shaw. Yeah, that's right. Now we're we're pretty sure that if if Star Trek now, you, that sure for an episode that's all about like you know sexy episodes of Star Trek, I don't mm. know how his race would kiss because look, he's got that like yeah, I know that yeah. little spike thing on his chin that goes up. You can't kiss with that, right? No. That's like that's like having a piercing that goes like straight, uh, like a sharp yeah. piercing out. You can't kiss on the lips with that. <laughs> oh, right. Right. oh. Yeah. I, I thought we were talking about Chakotay. I don't know where that's know, going. We didn't know how he could do <laughs> Well, I don't know how he can. I wonder if that little tooth has anything to do with the holes that are, like, underneath their chin and above their head. Oh, what it causes them. God. That's how they carry them around when they're babies. It would be good to hang your car keys from it. That would be really good. Not for yeah, nothing. I really nice. love Mulgar's hair this season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Like, they finally like it just looks like it's hers. It's not mm. a wig. I don't. I don't think it's a wig. No, they spent um, a huge amount of the first season experimenting with what would work and what wouldn't, which is quite weird because if you go back and look at shows she was in before, then she had perfectly normal hair. Well, it was like they didn't want her to have short hair, so it ha- but it had to be up. So they wanted to give the appear- like illusion of it being longer, but up. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. It's com- like, just, just complicated. And it was kind of like business haircut, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, like, I'm the very CEO. 80s. Yeah, yeah, very eighties businesswoman. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What about your hair on Picard? That was normal. Oh, it was just back in a bun. It wasn't exactly. anything crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was just my hair. That's what I'd do if, if I had much hair. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've we just had uh, Chakotay mention Australia. Which is still yeah. exists in the future, yeah. But no one, no one in Australia goes into space. No, it only exists in a dream. You were saying that our um, indigenous culture dreamed up the universe. Um, no, cats, cats dreamed up the universe. Yeah, in, according to Neil Gaiman, in the dream of a thousand cats. I was wondering where you're going. See, people used to dream about <laughs> cats. Used to dream about humans, and then it got reversed, and suddenly we were the people dreaming, and they were the. In See, the dream. Kim was just napping. Yeah. He was just napping. It was a deep nap. 
That's a nice grandpa top he's wearing. Um, Ensign Riggs would have empathy for that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Understanding and napping. That's what Riggs is doing at the moment. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I what they should that. have done, they should have figured out a way to have someone have a little girl singing in the in this somewhere in one of their dreams, you know, a little oh. on Elm Street nod. Yes. Would have been great. Mm. Or like creepy twins from creepy the twinning. Yeah. Mm. That was where I was going. Yeah. Yeah. So Seven's invited. <laughs> Invited Kim back to the Jeffries tubes. Mm. Ooh, I've always wanted that. Mm, never happened. Not even in your dreams? No. Who are those people in the Who's background? Who's that person? Yeah. I don't know, but what is she wearing? The Roaring Twenties has called and they would like their outfit back <laughs> yeah. from this lady. Oh, it looks like she's wearing some sort of I was thinking, negligee. I was thinking Golden Girls era of Star Trek. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah it is. Best season of Star Trek. So we've got some fruit, I think, between um, Neelix and Bellana there. Yeah, maybe oh, some strawberries. strawberries. Space strawberries. Sleeping Beauty, that's a hilarious joke. Yeah, it is actually. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe someone wrote that. Yeah. Mm. That's a Brandon Braga joke if there ever was. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to dunk on Rick Berman. I thought it was. <laughs> you not dunk on Rick Berman. <laughs> it's, it's been done. It's been done, it's been done too much. <laughs> it has been done. <laughs> All right. So, um, and then dreaming about women and. Oh, now they're going to make fun of Tuvok because he's not human. But they didn't see him in the nude. No, but well, no, they're just making fun of what they think his nightmare would be. They have no idea that it would be. Oh right, the nudity. Unless Janeway's a blabbermouth and tells everyone, tells everyone that he got his. Oh, okay, I see. So because they don't know it's nudity, they just go straight and attack his culture. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Him for it. That's yeah. cool. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. That, I mean that's <laughs> what they do. That's what they do routinely. Okay, yeah. explosion happened and everybody had to shake. Yeah. Do you know that must be the most... Hang on. Is that a Romulan ship? We've got somebody from Star Trek. We can ask. Yes, exactly. How, how, like, is that the definitive thing you have to learn if you're ever on Star Trek, Libby, is how to shake when something blows up? Is that, That's like, true. really important? Yeah. There is a, there is a skill to it. Mm. Oh, yeah, because if someone... Because if half the crew shake to the right and the others shake to the left, it just doesn't make sense. No. Isn't that what the song Time Warp's about? Oh, what? Well, that's exactly uh, what the song is about. Yeah. Is it about Star Trek, is it? Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, he's, he's butt face again. <laughs> Butty McButtfacer. I didn't see Neelix. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to Jack's point. They, um, they're making fun of Vulcans under the shade of being a, you know, being kind of jovial and, and funny about it. Yeah. So being inclusive with their, with their taunts rather than just straight up, you're a Vulcan, you've got pointy ears. Mm. Oh, speaking of right. DVD special features, oh, will I saw it yeah, <laughs> ages ago, but I digress. I saw a William Shatner interview once where he was talking about um, in Wrath of Khan, they decided to put the entire bridge set on a gimbal so they could they could tilt it sideways so that everybody oh, would, so everybody would lean to, mm. the, to to the right direction. And the very first scene they did it, which was the Kobayashi Maru opening scene, mm-hmm. all the television monitors fell out of the wall. Oh no. <laughs> Because back then they weren't flat screens, they were CRT screens. And they also... Oh, no. <laughs> and, that, and, and they decided, nah, back to the old fashioned. Yeah, it's going to go So we're, we're being rounded up. Do we know the the Who's alien the... race yet or any names? Hang on, how many of the aliens are there? 
Oh, about four or five. Uh, it seems not enough. Oh, careful! There's barrels there. Oh, they, 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 they can wharf his stuff. Yeah, exactly. If wharf was here, yeah, wharf would get hit in the head. <laughs> it's funny that they round up the whole crew, but the the main seven just seem to be together. Mm. Oh yeah. You only need seven people to drive a starship. Well, again, well, hang on. Uh, what about what about all all you need is Beverly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah she can do it by herself, mate. Yeah, if a crazy son traps her in a warp bubble. Oh, he's such a bad son. <laughs> oh, we, we, which one? How many of them are there? <laughs> I mean, she's no she's no Sarek. So Seven's oh. just throwing Kim to the floor for some reason. This is the old prison diversion. Yeah, start a fight in the prison cell. I love it. <laughs> Harry's not very good at playing along. Well, Harry's not no. very good at fighting. Or I don't, I don't even want to give that a fight point. That Must, did you notice she chokes him? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he probably likes that. I think that happened in the Jeffrey Stew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is still part of the dream. Is it? Mm, yeah, there. This is break? this is now when they're having the collective dream. Full so. collective dream. Yeah. Oh, did you get that? That's pretty clever, wasn't it? It, was, it doesn't belong yeah. on our pods, mate. No. no. So well, whenever you see our moon, it means it's a dream. Yeah. He's still asleep. Yeah. I'm Erica LaRose, and this is Unplanned Trek. Oh, and then they grab him so he can't do the little hand tap. Can you get shot in a dream? Yeah, I think you can. I think Harry Kim shot in a dream. I had a dream yeah, last night that I was the rhythm guitarist of R.E.M. Were you? Yeah. No, but were you the rhythm guitarist of R.E.M.? Ever? Yeah. Um, it, look, it's that unofficial. Before or before, after Peter Buck, because he's pretty good. He's the lead. He goes all right. I'm, I'm, oh, the other guy? I'm the other guy. You dreamed you were the other guy in R.E.M.? Yeah, that's right. And loser? <laughs> 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 yeah, I dreamed I was John Entwistle from The Who. <laughs> My guy doesn't even exist, though. They don't have a rhythm guitarist. They've just got Peter Buck. They don't. Yeah. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> yeah. That's worse. Come on. I've never had a dream that dumb. I don't think that's true. You just haven't remembered it. Yeah, good point. They've just said 39 hours is almost two days. Wow. Thanks, Captain yeah. Matsboy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> did you, did you need a computer to do that? Yeah. Technically, a uh, uh, Captain Arithmetic Boy. Mm. A real? Okay. We're not that posh down here. <laughs> Only my brother is uh he has a master's in, in actual like magic, like logic driven math, and he constantly talks about how arithmetic is not true math. No, of course not. <laughs> not at all. I've got a friend who really struggles with the zero times table. So you know, like <laughs> you've got seven times zero, he's like, Well, you've got seven. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, you, don't, you don't. Yeah, but yeah. but it is hard to explain that you don't. Have you tried to explain the square root of minus one? Well, I, I try to explain it through the hearing of, of my bad ear, but mm. it's zero. If oh. you try to amplify it, it's zero. Correct. Yeah, so that that's a real world application of it. But I think oh. he just goes, no. <laughs> still, still, I mean, if you make up your mind that the zero times table doesn't exist, it's hard to sway you. What about quadratic trinomials? Well, not on this podcast, mate. Ah, thank you. <laughs> is that a is that an op optometrist joke? Oh, I don't know. No, I've been a long time since I did maths. Yeah, I've got more degrees in drugs than maths. Hmm. Yes, very important. Yeah. Now, are we shouting in this thing? We're uh... a bit crabby. 
Yeah. A species that always sleeps won't stay where scans can locate them. Well, I think oh, I'll... there's REM. REM are there. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's oh. crazy. Well, you don't hold me to it, but I might be the rhythm guitarist of them. You might be. Uh, so you hide a stipe for me. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, good. Yeah. He listens to the pod. I believe yeah. he does, yeah. There we go. Are the, the nacelles going to move? No, I don't think we're going to jump to warp. Oh, come on. Oh, oh wake up. That, that's me at work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, me, that's me at work every time. <laughs> yeah. I'm falling asleep. We actually haven't had too much sexiness yet. We've had more sleep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you'll get much more sexiness this episode. Actually, I think that was the sum total. Yeah. This is you a, get a you get a Three naked guys. Tuvok and a uh, a seven of nine fantasy dream and some Tom mm. and Bolana kissing. But I think that's it. Tom's just like yeah. so slump. Like he looks so he look comfy. He's sleeping in a lecture. You do want to kind of give yeah. him a, a rug, don't you? <laughs> and just tuck him in a little bit. This is. This is this is like the Enterprise episode where the, the entire cast were asleep apart from Malcolm. Hey guys, I'm Dominic. Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. No, Malcolm was asleep. Oh, Malcolm was asleep and Triple. Yeah, and Connor decided to just go around and in he his, his grudge. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, Tuvok one-upped him on that, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You want to you want to get? He him went him. full Connor. He, he, he went, <laughs> yes. Never go full Connor. Never go full Connor. We're talking about. And this is unplanned. Right. Okay. So we're all experiencing nightmares. I'm going to experience chips. Hmm. This is Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks, and this is too short to be a promo. Kim's trying to interject with his own opinion that might get him a promotion. Yeah, no. But they shut that down pretty quick. Yeah, no. (laughs) This is Captain Goodwill from Trekking Up North. I hope you're enjoying the unplanned silence. Ugh. If Neelix is coming up with the explanation, you're in trouble. Yeah. You're in deep, deep doo-doo. We're the joy of Trek, and we approve this silence. Seven's coming over. Harry's blood pressure's gone up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if this episode was part of the inception of Unimatrix 01. Mm. Yeah. I just like the fact that that they suddenly realised they had someone on the crew who experiences collective consciousness? Oh, no. and they, oh, yeah. Ask her. yeah. Should ask her. No, she wouldn't know. But they're trying to resist what's happening, and that's a futile. Is it futile? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Nice yeah. work. Don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> Jack, don't encourage him. Jack wrote that and asked me to say it today. Well, I can't believe that. <laughs> don't believe you wrote it. Look, it's the nightclub. It's closed. It is too. Ah, the phaser rifle. Oh, the badass. Mm. <laughs> Despite the fact that phasers can can like disintegrate things. They don't very often. Yeah, but they can. Did you get a phaser rifle, Olivia? I did not. I would have. Did, did you get to hold that. one or even? Um, I there were a lot of things I was playing with um behind the scenes, but I don't know oh, yeah. that was not one of them. Damn. Disappointing. I know, disappointing. Did you get to keep anything? <laughs> Did you pinch anything? I was <laughs> not allowed to keep anything. No. Okay, that so is an interesting keep. answer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I wouldn't be flogging shit if I was on if I was on Star Trek. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be asked back, obviously, but that's fine. I can't act. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know one of my mates was the optometrist on the Mortal Kombat movie that came out a couple of years ago? It was made yeah. in Adelaide, and he pinched a bloody sword oh, from fantastic. the armory. Oh, wow. I know, because his oh. job was turn up at the, the mornings, put contact lenses in all the actors' eyes, and then go and do fuck all for eight hours, mm -hmm. and then take them out at the end of the day and go home. Hmm. Thanks, thanks for coming. Ample time to steal a sword. So we yeah. a few thousand bucks. And you know what, guys? No one ever suspects the optometrists. Oh, ever. I mean. <laughs> no one ever expects the optometrists either. <laughs> We're a bit like the Inquisition. <laughs> no one accepts <laughs> the optometrists like either. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to keep sending me, he, he, he texts me photos of him with like Kano's hat and so-and-so's sword and this, and I'm like, I'm just jealous. I hate you. Hmm. I did a real one. I would have tried to take Johnny Cage's sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll bag him out for not doing that. And that's that's even work-related. Mm. Glasses. I know. Who's why he's there? <laughs> no one ever established why they made a Mortal Kombat movie in Adelaide. It'd just be tax. It'd have to be tax. <laughs> um, okay. I wonder if the balls got into there. The balls? The Adelaide Rundle Mall balls. Oh, those big, big, yeah. funny balls in the mall? Yeah. They're weird. There's, um, it's art, but there's, you know, in, in like a mall where you might have a statue or some sort of street art to, to pick. Sure. In Adelaide, there's two big shiny balls. They're just, it's, they look like yeah. bearings. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to malls with big hanging balls also before. <laughs> they're just like, they're suspended, right? They're just yeah, big I've, hanging balls. These ones are sitting on the ground. Yeah. I've, I've been oh. to malls with, with big hanging balls. I bought them with me. <laughs> Oh, so y'all just y'all just like sit your balls on the ground. Yeah, yeah. We like well, to have ours hanging. I can't help it. And hello to anyone from Adelaide that's <laughs> listening today. Does Adelaide exist? Adelaide exists. Tasmania does not exist. Good, okay. Yeah. Which is a t-shirt you can buy from the Unplanned Trek store. This is fighting. Oh, it is. This is fighting. Chakoday and the Doctor. This is really inception. I'm confused. Yeah, it's very inception. -y. Are we, are we asleep? It's like, I know, someone needs a spinning top. Someone needs, like, like DiCaprio's little top. You spin the top, and that's how you know if you're asleep or not. Trying to find a DiCaprio joke in there. But... Chicote oh. is the top. Yeah. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> so, so in that case... <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh, dear. See a splash of cold water. Yeah. Like so why are they getting Chicote to do everything when you've got the doctor? I, um, right, and he, the doctor's been so useless in in keeping them yeah. awake. Like he keeps only waking up that one person. Yeah, <laughs> he can't dream though. So are these people dreaming? Joe yeah, may just take all... to a wrist. Literally, but he's he keeps waking up Chakotay. Why not just wake up everybody? If you yeah, that would seem more efficient. I'd yeah. wake up Naomi Wild because this is because this is a Chakotay episode because they needed a very oh, special right. episode where Chakotay has his magic indigenous person powers because they didn't bother to do any actual research into the, <laughs> defining who he actually is from which like which actual yeah. culture and just you just, they're like should we do research? Like nah, we'll just just rent a deer and, Again. and yeah. give him a spear. That'll be good. At the, time, that, at the time, the focus was diversity, not necessarily inclusion, and that's how you end up with episodes like this. Yeah. It's a Most fun idea with the levels of dreams. It's just a... Look at the, look at the matte painting. This is a huge bedroom. <laughs> oh, I thought it was pretty small. 
He's getting pretty quiet. He doesn't wake anyone up. Yep. And then Jamie's just going to shoot him. Come on, Jamie. Do it. Do it the Jamie. Where did he come from? She's got John McClane vibes. Yes, but she hasn't taken the jacket off and gone That's with true. the thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't shoot me. I don't believe you're real. Okay, is anyone... Janeway uh, holding one of those phaser rifles always just makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm not sure that anyone's real. We've all got, like, phaser rifles. This brief restorative pause was sponsored by the joy of Trek. Is he wearing a guitar strap? <laughs> yes. I think he's going to play a bit of bass, or maybe he's the rhythm guitarist. Yes, he's yeah. definitely wearing R.E.M. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, he's no Mike Mills, mate. No, but they kicked you out. Oh, they can't kick me out. Yeah, they kicked you out already. Speaking of which, how's my guitar going? It's good. Yeah, yeah good. It's been treated well. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Jack X playing. What is Jack like playing on it? He's been playing a bit of Oasis on, on it lately. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I gave my guitar to his son for some obscure reason. That's now on the record when it was actually just the land. It's now Jack's guitar. <laughs> No, I gave it to him temporarily. That's that's what I heard. Jackie boy. Witness. Don't get too silly. It's a Rickenbacker. Like, it's a really nice guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I can play three chords. Guitar George can play three chords. Yeah, but he knows all the fancy. He doesn't need them. No. He's strictly rhythm. (laughs) He doesn't want to make it. Just like me. I know, yes. You are. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. See, Jack, I, I can play three chords, but I own five guitars. Oh, can you play three of them at a time? Uh, can you play no, all of the chords? I, no, no, three. Three. Three chords. Any any more than that is showing off. And unnecessary. Oh, 100% unnecessary. Yeah. Okay, they found a general... This is the dampening field. So I think the doctor's really concerned that we might wake everyone up. But hang on, that was the idea. The idea, this, is, the idea, just to this, move on. This medicine they're using to bring to wake everyone up is called animazine. Yeah. Oh, I've not they heard should, of that. I I think they should have called it animatomol. <laughs> and I ate them all. Okay. Um. Still think a bucket of water on the head wakes people up. Yeah. This silence wants to take away your guns. Vote for noise. Signed, The Joy of Trek. Or just, you know, get your favourite song off and play it from my tunes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It wakes you up. Yeah. Do you know the funniest drug that I I ever have to prescribe at work? Is it funny from the reaction you have to it or funny because of its name? Because of its name. Okay. No. Then the answer is no. Okay. The most common common anti-inflammatory eye drop that we prescribe in Australia is called FML. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. (laughs) FML. Yeah. That's fantastic. It always tells you if you prescribe it to like a, you know, a millennial, they just laugh as soon as you give them the prescription. They're like, my life is going to fix my red eye. Yeah. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the problem with the transmitter? What's the transmitter? It's the dampening field. So it's, yeah. and Oh, so are we trying to fix them so no one's going to disturb them again? Yeah, well, that's... And then thing. they'll give us safe passage. All they want to do is sleep. And all we want to do is get home. Mm. Yeah. Ethically. They need some FML. 
Oh, we've mm-hmm. revived the entire crew. Oh, there's a troubling side effect. What? Oh, like insomnia. So? Just get up and watch Tilly. Yeah. Like, if I can't sleep, I get up and watch, like... The Dean Boxing? No. Like, like, Law and Order or something. Oh. Or The West Wing. Hmm? Or old episodes of MASH. I've been watching Heroes lately. Yeah, I know. You mm. seen that last week. Hmm. Guess who I saw a MASH the other day? Taco. Taco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then we saw all Look, we've got some apples. We've got your kebab still at the back. I think there's some onions behind Neelix. He's just blocking them at the moment. Those kebabs would be minging by now. They might be just right in the sweet spot. You reckon? They've been cooking for about four days. Yeah, that's right. At least. You've got to be hungover, though. You've got to have a messy hangover. Do you have kebabs in America? Yeah. Of course. Good lucky and stuff. Because in Australia, it's the standard hangover food. It's either a, oh. it's it's either like a, a zinger burger from KFC or a kebab. I don't think. I mean, I feel like I was having that conversation with my brother about how different cities have like the food that they're known for. Although you can get anything mm. in most, yeah. Um, like LA, it's kebabs, the taco scene. Kebabs are pretty kebabs. standard food truck fare in New oh, York. Yes, yes. very. Oh, yeah, and they're really good. Mm. Really good. Actually, yeah, I feel like it's harder to find decent, good, cheap pizza, and I just go for the kebabs or. Well, this we just we we did just gloss over all of the fantastic breakfast outfits they had on, and that everything they were on. they were all in their sleepwear. Yeah. And Tuvok had um, Tuvok had uh, shoulder pads. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, his is very very formal and stiff. I don't feel like that would yeah. be. Good yeah, very much so. But Kim was rocking that deep V. You know, well, yeah. yeah. But you don't sleep in shoulder pads. Hmm. Two box is actually designed to make sure that he sleeps on his back and not his side so he doesn't get face wrinkles. That's what it is. So Oh, that's why he deterrent. looks. He doesn't look a day under 200 years old. Also, if you're aware yeah. that your shoulders exist then yeah. from um, from clothing, then you are wearing clothing. So it's a reminder to wear clothes. Are you ever not aware of your shoulders existing? I don't, I, I go days without thinking about my shoulders. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my sternum. FML. I don't give my sternum much thought at all. Don't you? No. Okay. no. Oh. What about uh, your clavicle? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it now, mate. Yeah, always, right? <laughs> I know how it is. Oh, yeah, this is too much like work, right? Yeah, we're going to get to the ice sooner. Yeah. Well, we'll go We'll go to our medals to because we've just seen the credits roll. Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. This week we've invited Olivia to do the Picard medal for the three best characters in today's episode. So these characters all get points, which go towards our end of year show where we're revealing who is the the best character of the year. So the points matter, unlike whose line is it anyway? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Olivia, who did who um who struck a chord with you this week? So this one's hard, right? Because like so many, I just feel like this episode too, in particular, people are just uncharacteristically slow on the uptake about things because it's a Chakotay episode. The point is to make him the hero of the episode. He knows what's going on. Like the doctor should have easily been the most useful character in this episode. And because he was so useless in comparison to what his role is on the ship, I can't even bring him up. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to get like giving Chicote feels so cheap. So Chicote is going to get like the third level. Like I'm going to go three, two, one. Chicote okay. gets number three. Um, but obviously he's the most useful character in this episode. He's the only one who seems to have any idea what's going on, and he he gets them out of the pickle. He does. Um, yeah. 
you know, he has to, he threatens essentially a genocide in order to do it. Right? It's kind of glossed over. Like, it's it's a quick genocide if it's, it's a genocide. A quick, it's a quick threat yeah. of genocide yeah. um, to get yeah. them out of their thing. Uh, and then I think I think the other two, and maybe it's just because I'm biased towards them in general, so keep that in mind if anyone gets mad at my picks. But uh, I feel like the two that pick up on stuff more quickly and are useful are Seven and Tuvok. Plus, yep. Tuvok has that fun little, you find out yes. Vulcan's nightmare is, is showing that's up class certainly naked. Worthy and that's your so point. fantastic. And we yeah. get to see yeah. his chest. So um, huh. I'm going to go with Seven, Chakotay, and Tuvok as my top three for the episode. And off the Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That they're fantastic votes with a <laughs> with a runner up for Janeway, but those yeah. three. You actually had a real tough episode to find three. I know because like yeah. no one really does anything. Like it's just a mm. lot of you know questions. Um, and even Janeway, she does. Janeway would have gotten in that top three, except her gamble in like let's prove that it's a dream is to go just basically commit suicide and yeah. see if she survives that could have gone there, just, right? there could have been other ways to do that you know um and sort of her pattern yeah she's a little reckless at times but that's why we love her <laughs> but it was guaranteed um, to work yes I mean, you know it's gonna work yeah, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. If she's well, there, and tuvok and seven and even neelix at this point have have kind of hinted that oh maybe we are still asleep maybe we're in this collective dream and then she does it and then they're like oh wait how did you know we were in a dream and i'm like you guys just told her we were just having this conversation <laughs> it's so <laughs> um so yeah it's a hard it's a hard one it was a fun idea um for an episode it's just kind of a silly but that's i that's kind of times when star trek is best when it has those little things where you can kind of just throw up your hands and go okay whatever we get what they were going for let's just have fun with it you know yeah, it's exactly. not the end of the world it's star trek it was a, it was a bit like a work meeting like this episode could have just been an email yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much it's a bit like oh, call me God. crazy it's a bit like what if suddenly all the young people in star trek all became borg all at once Oh my gosh. That would never that wouldn't happen, would it? No. That would never happen. No. I'm sorry I even thought of it. Yeah. Yeah. Silly idea. Well, that that was sensational votes, as I said, with this with a small pool to play from. You you've done very well, Olivia. We'll we'll go to the opposite (laughs) of that. And I think Jack might also have a bit of a challenge this week, just narrowing it down to three, but he's looking at the three most uh, irrational or upsetting characters for him this week. The Keiko O'Brien medal. Yeah, I see. Oh, I thought I saw late night shins on popping in for a second. Nah, but, uh, no. So I'm going to agree with what Olivia said a moment ago about the doctor. I think he should have been a little more useful in this episode. I think it would have been useful for him to wake up multiple people, you know, instead of just Sukote, <laughs> for example. Um, I also think that the person who's most experienced with uh, collective consciousnesses perhaps should have spoken up a little bit sooner. That would be seven of nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she should have been like sort of guiding them through this whole process. That's fair. And Only then, uh, and then, and then lastly, there's our, our buddy, the ensign who I don't, what did he do this episode? Oh, he got beat up. That's what he did. That was his role. <laughs> this episode. Poor Harry. And, not Poor very well. Harry. Yeah. and he, he had a very unrealistic dream as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> it's just so nuts and like why and i 
I love Seven for the absurdity of the choice, but the just the like, oh, I'm going to start a fight with Harry Kim, and yeah, yeah, it's the most absurd <laughs> fight. Why is it his fault? And why does this make sense? Why does she choose mm-hmm. to do this? It's so irrational and not Borg-like at all. It's just so bizarre. I also um, like that out of everyone that she could have fought, she chose Harry. You know? uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, right? I've got to hit someone. Who am I going to hit? She chose well. Right. <laughs> well, so, I, so it made maybe me wonder. It made me oh, wonder ahead. if maybe they were sharing that dream and she had been forced to do what he was imagining in that dream. And so that was her retaliation. I don't, I, see, oh, again, I don't think so. Cause she, see. she asked him to come join her in the Jeffrey's tubes once he woke up, although they were all still Thanks. asleep. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard to know, but like, I could buy that. I could, or she, <laughs> she had a, a, a memory of it in going into yeah. the shared dream or something. And so she just knew she was angry at him for some reason. <laughs> right. If you've got to punch on, you might as well punch on Harry. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. And it is a little uh, early glimmer into Picard's version of Seven, right? Because she's a it bit is. more, has a bit more of that attitude and, and um, Han Solo-esque kind oh, of yeah, vibe is. about her. Yeah, so the early glimmers of it there. Yeah, not doing it the Starfleet way, but doing it yeah. the, the Seven of Nine way. Oh, she exactly. throw the rule book out. Yeah. Chuck the rule book out and just do it. You. It's, it's dirty Harry in space. Mm. <laughs> Star Trek, Dirty Harry King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good mashup. Okay, so in that case, um, in that case, we get to the um, we get to the Wharf Award, which in this episode is, shall we say, rather comprehensive. Wharf. Good God, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. I did write us a, a, a list, but I don't feel like we ever got to know the name of the alien or the alien race. Am, am I right in that? Mm. Is it just alien? No, I think there's an. Hold on, I'm gonna cheat and look this up. Clawface. Sure. I might have been talking too much and not reading mm, the subtitles. I think they were the Handlehead Toothfaces. Handlehead Toothfaces. So that's what that was. Oh I'll, I'll go through my list anyway and, and let you know who, who I spotted for for a fight. So we've got. Chicote mm. and the alien was the first fight of the episode. Mm-hmm. Voyager fought the alien ship. Yes. We had Seven and Kim having a fight, and another crew member that we did, didn't know got involved, tried to, I think, pull Kim off um, the fight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to go there. Yes, I am. Uh, we had Chicote fighting against sleep. <laughs> did you say pull Kim off? Mm. That's a good one. We had the whole crew fighting sleep. Chicote fought the Doctor, and Janeway got shot by the aliens. Did anyone did anyone fight the law in the Law One? Not in this week's episode. But there are a lot of law episodes of Star Trek, but this yeah. isn't one of them. Good, just yeah. checking. Just checking. Yeah. Okay. So there are the fights this week. That's not bad. Hmm. Yeah. We'll go back to the states. We've got Jack from Let's Talk About Treks keeping an eye out for the Morn Hub medal this week. <laughs> There was a bit of romance but and, and a bit of uh, suggestive lack of costume in this episode, mm-hmm. but most of it was over before the opening credits, Jack. What, what did you what did you find? Yeah, yeah, it was all very kind of upfront because we, we, we have so the, uh, the seven <laughs> the whole seven Kim moment in the uh, in the Jeffreys area. Not really much of a tube if you're able to stand up in it, but okay, sure, mm. it's the Jeffreys 
area, I guess. Uh, I feel Jeffrey's like sort junction. of that... it's the junction between the tubes. I had it when mm. people. I, yeah. I, I, I had it when people see my Jeffrey's area. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> look out for Jeffrey's area. There's also uh, there's a little bit. I feel like that was sort of continued forward a little bit in the in the fight a little bit later. Like this is like yeah. a little undercurrent of like some. Uh, so what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, what do you BDSM? Is that what you call it? Ooh. Yeah. You call it what you want to call it. A little, a little choking action later. There's also uh there's also two bucks walking around in the nude. Yeah. Mm. Uh and I don't I, I really don't think I noticed anything besides that. I think that's I, it. Yeah, I think that's it. And I think as I said, that all happened like within the first two minutes of the episode. Yeah. yeah. We've done a on. really short podcast this week, listeners. There was probably other dreams that Harry had that they didn't put in the show. Oh, that would have been I mean, yeah, he was stuck asleep. Like they showed him wake up, but then when, but then they kind of sideline him. So they show him waking up screaming, but then they find him asleep. So he went back to sleep, and we don't yeah. know what he was dreaming about that whole time. And you can't tell me that right? he's he's had a sexy dream with Seven in his Jeffrey's area. He's not going to just leave it at that, is he? Well, <laughs> something. Yeah, you're like definitely going to want to jump back into that dream. Sure. Yeah. I think the yeah. science, the science, the unrealistic bit yes. is that's what his dream would be. His dream is for promotion. Mm. Yeah, that's what he'd be dreaming about. I think he's changed his um. I think he's changed his aim just quietly. Maybe he's realised that that's futile. Yes, yes promotion because, is futile. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, Jeffrey's areas are not. <laughs> I'm going to go with it's, the Jeffrey's area forever yeah, now. It's, it's fun having you on the show. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah good. All right, the I wasn't sure this one was going to come up this week, but Mr. Hogan next to me here was on the lookout for any pets this week. Dogs wag tails, and cats don't like to be seen. This one's for Grudge, because she is our queen. Mm. And what, does, does Harry Kim count as a pet? Oh, not a good one. <laughs> they don't have to, we don't judge the quality of the pet. No, but obviously we've got the deer. And we're pretty sure it was a deer. Oh. Well, I don't know. If it, well, look, I'm not experienced in those type of things. If it was a wallaby, I would know that. True. Because I have a few around here. And it wasn't a wallaby. No, and it def definitely wasn't a goat because my neighbour, Johnny down the road, has got goats. Johnny down the Is that his name? Johnny down the road? It's a funny last name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Such an Aussie name. Yeah. Do you know my son came home the other day from school and four of the goats followed him? Into our place. He goes to school with goats. It's usually a school a school of fish, not a school of goats. How oh, you're hilarious. Yeah. No, no, he came up the driveway and there's four goats following him. And I'm going, piss those dickheads off. I don't want him in here. That's not mm. the way it works. Um, and I suppose So we're giving it to a deer. Yeah. Giving it to a deer and whoever had to clean up the deer poo. Yeah, no, no, that's, got that's not a pet, that's a cleaner. Okay, right. Yeah, oh, sorry, the vacuum mate. cleaner. The vacuum cleaner guy from Statue 5. Yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and th no, that, that was it. That was it. That was it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Easy job. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Lovely job, Lee. Yeah. Was there a sex candle? No. The Tuvix medal. Now, I also had the two Vicks medal for any deaths this week. Mm. Now, it's debatable. Those frozen people in the, um, uh, what's it called? The, you know, where we eat. Mess hall. 
Oh Thank yeah, you, mate. Thanks for your help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. messful. So that they were dead, right? You're not. You don't get that frozen. They were dead. Yes, yeah. they were yeah. dead. They were dead because that was Janeway's right. That Janeway's deep, deep. I mean, Janeway's dream is the darkest because it's her thinking about Correct. the yeah. crew yeah. all dying under her her leadership. Getting real cold. Um, yeah, like she left the aircon. Yeah, well, you, you know, you, you, that's one of our biggest fights, isn't it? Is you know, can we can we turn the heat down? Can we turn the heat up? Oh, fighting about the aircon at work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Oh, I tell you what. The guys at work, they like having it hot. I fucking hate that shit. Mm, I'm like, Honestly, turn it down. Yeah, yeah. Wankers. So we'll give. Even though they were in the dreams, they did die. So frozen crew members get a two Vix medal. Does that count? Certainly count. Oh, well, I, I, yeah. I bow to your superior, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now, I think the four of us would acknowledge this was a, an okay episode, but there was certainly room for improvement. I'm talking about the podcast and the episode of Star Trek. Yeah, so maybe more people yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my, my friend Andrew Hogan here, my learned, learned friend, oh. he, he looks at this to see how a source of separation would have improved this episode. I better have a chip then. Hmm. Should have they used a saucer separation? Mm. Yeah. So put on your safety belts. It's going to be a rough ride. All right. So we've got we've got the ugly horn faced dudes, right? Sure. And they're all dudes. Neelix. Which was weird. No, don't. I'm telling the story. Oh, sorry. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm not that interrupt. Okay. No, got it. All right. Yeah. Fucking I'll, I'll six shins on on here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's next. They'll kick you in the balls. <laughs> right. So anyway, what happens is, right, that it would be very easy to confuse a bunch of knobbers who sleep all the time mm-hmm. because what they could do is they could separate the the not saucer because it's Voyager. Yep. It's not a saucer. It's an upside-down soup ladle that you get at a Korean restaurant. Okay. For eating the... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Right. Right? And they separate it. And the guys who are asleep, the ugly horn faces, they don't realise that there's another part of the ship hanging around with these two nacelles that can go up and down like that. Yep, the and fins. They're the fins. Yep. They're the fins. Yeah, yeah. Tango and Cash. That's their names. <laughs> the nacelles on the Voyager are called Tango and Cash. And um, so then what they do is they fool them into thinking that the source is the whole ship. And then they go on there and then they realize that there's nobody on the saucer, which makes them think that they must still be dreaming. Oh, you see, uh-huh. because they're fooled, but it's just that everybody's partying in the engineering section on the other oh, bit. That's and then the fun they part. and then they fire off a few of the um the uh, unlimited photon torpedoes mm-hmm. and blow those guys up because you know what they're really annoying yeah they're yeah. annoying yeah we don't want to see them again no just get us to more Borg episodes Thank or you. even species eight four seven two yeah exactly. we don't want to see this race again I don't want to see them again yeah. Yeah. so yeah. anyway that's what would have been that's what would have been really good thank you mate right yeah. and I would have made the nacelles have to go up and down like like flapping mm. like continuously in, yeah continuously up yeah. and down yeah. when they're at war. Oh. Yeah. Because that would yeah. look funny, and it would and it would be really hard for the visual effects guys. It would I, piss them off. I found that a little bit hard to follow, but I might be asleep at the moment. Ah, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. Asleep. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. I think our listeners are too. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's what I got for you. Thank you. Right. And it wouldn't be an episode of Unplanned Trek without arguably our most uh, sought after special guest. With Shinzon. It's about fucking time you got me on, you dickhead. Right. Who's my name's Shinzon. My name's Shinzon, and I'm going to talk to. Can I talk to this dumbass over here? You talked to him last week. Did I? Yeah. Well, 
hello, I'm Shinzo, what's your name? I don't know, what's my name? Donatello. Donatello. Yeah, <laughs> what do you fucking do? I'm a ninja Is that, is that ninja Donatello dog. in a Star Trek uniform? That is fantastic. Hey, I'm asking the questions, lady, all right? <laughs> Are you Donatello in a bloody Star Trek uniform? Um, yes, I am. Well, you look like a fucking idiot, wanker. What do you do? I'm a ninja turtle. I know, you, you, you said that before, goose. God, you're boring. Go away. Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh, head- nice. We got the Cisco action out. Oh, I'll headbutt someone else too if you don't shut up. Late Nights with Shinzon was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Tune in next time for more. Late nights with Shins. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. <laughs> I have the oh. Mourn Playmates figurine, but it's downstairs somewhere. You've got a Mourn? Yeah. Wow. Morn was. I uh, Morn is my like. Ugh, I love. I love. Morn does he? So does much. he have a string at the back, and when you pull it, he doesn't talk? <laughs> no, I wish that'd be fantastic. That would be genuine. That would be yeah. a great gag. If if you come on again in the future, and I can understand if the answer is no, <laughs> feel free to bring him on to the show. With, with uh, I thought I thought, thought Shinzon was pretty calm today. That that was pretty reserved, but he, yeah, he, yeah, he might he might have been a bit nervous. Oh, probably. Yeah. Except he's been on Star Trek before. He has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only on one. He's though. been on Star Trek. Libby's been on Star Trek. Have you been on Star Trek? No. Um, I've been. I've lost the Trexperts quiz. Yeah, that's something you haven't done. Good point. Yeah, so I mean, Jack hasn't done either. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was good. That but, was uh, Shins, good. I thought Shins was okay. Yeah. Well, that wraps up where we are this week. No This way. episode of Fifty Shades of Trek. We're doing one week at a time. They will get sexier as we go. Oh dear. Like we're just in the forties at the moment. Yeah. So are okay. you, are you, what's the order structure that you're doing here? Because if you did we're, Enterprise, we're can... now you're doing Voyager. So are you jumping around? Are you ranking yeah. them? Did you pick them by what you thought were the sexiest episodes and you're counting down? Mm. Yeah. So it's more, yeah, I guess it is a countdown, isn't it? it we, we, is. We'll end up with the, the most sexiest at the end. The only provision oh. I had is I wanted something from each franchise, which made it really hard because Prodigy isn't that sexy. (laughs) Well, that one was made for children. Yeah, that's right. Like very specifically for children. But there is a bit of Chakotay, um, Janeway vibes in that. And there's also handholding, which is pretty much. Yeah, there is. That's that's the equivalent of of a Rikerman. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can think of other episodes of Voyager that have way more going on than this one did. Yeah. And they're they're on the list. Yeah. There's there's a a few more Voyager coming. But. yeah, I've got representation from from each franchise, and the list is actually very next generation heavy. There's a mm, lot of surprising next, next gen coming. We, we well, you got those deep Vs and all mm, of that right. stuff. You know, that's a, yeah, that's right. What's the got... Picard waking up and Q's in bed with him? Like, come on. Oh yeah, on Risa. Yeah, and just don't up. forget Bev- Beverly. That's Beverly. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of but um, even like. You know, that's why I'm just like, there's so many other Voyager episodes. So I feel like I'm like, okay. You know, sex sex candles going to happen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. There will be at least one episode from the sex candles. But you always know it's a good day when you wake up and John Delancey's just sitting, lying in bed beside you. That's right. Mm -hmm. What did I do to deserve this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless you're Picard. 
And you're like, he gets a bit of he, lead. He hates Q. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a bit of- does he? Nah. Q keeps mm. they've got a they've got a little toxic relationship thing going on there, I think. Yeah. There's an episode where they refer to Picard. I think Data says he's, he treats you like a pet, and that that's a really good way of looking at it. Mm. Yeah. It makes sense, yeah. And mm. and you know, d- there's a lot of Data in Star Trek Next Generation. Oh. You know, yeah. like he he's a mournhubber. Picard gets yeah. a bit of Aussie action. He does with yep. Wendy, mm-hmm. with Wendy Hughes. Yep. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Playing the yeah, piano, playing the piano in in a Jeffrey Stube. <laughs> there's that horrible episode of voyager because i just don't like it but the one where harry kim finds you know has the the planet of women oh yeah they're all trying to reproduce with him yeah yeah seemed very unrealistic (laughs) i was gonna say which part but all of it all of it yeah yeah Uh, well thanks very much for coming on olivia do you have um any news of anything you're working on or or that's coming up for you that you'd like to Um, know about i have some live shows in la but other than that not a not a ton currently you know we had this little strike recently um so things are starting to open back up slowly um i am you know i'm performing for a maui benefit show um in a little over a week here in LA. That's more of uh, the circus stuff that I do. Oh, we but, should go. Um... A week was last week for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get, you know, you you gotta get the TARDIS out of the shop. Yeah. And then... I've got a TARDIS already. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me right now. Well, keep us in the loop. If anything comes up, we'd be announce... very happy to share it with it with our guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. we will make you more famous than you already are. Like, it's scary that that could be possible, but it it it, it works. Yeah, Impossible. yeah. I'm just trying to think. We, we do have one Belgium listener. I'm just thinking that that, that could help. Oh, you've got oh. an international. Yeah, true. Oh. Yeah, about eighty yeah, percent yeah, yeah, yeah. of our listeners are either in America or here. Yeah, mm. but that's that's how it rolls at the moment. We, but there's one Belgium guy that listens each week. Well, yeah. I found out recently that I'm Luxembourgish, so maybe we can Luxembourgish. do that, Mark. You're Luxembourgish. Yeah. I thought Luxembourg-ish. you looked a bit Luxembourgish. Hmm. Do you mean ancestry or? Yeah, I mean, no, I've I family stuff. Um, but yeah. Ah, yeah, I don't. I've never met anybody who's Luxembourgish. No, I double landlocked. Yeah, yeah, it's the little one between France and Germany. It's got no beach. So it's not surrounded by any water, and the countries around it aren't surrounded by any water. There's two countries in the world that do that. I think I might be thinking Liechtenstein yeah. rather than Luxembourg. There's no one surfing there, yeah. is it? No, no, no. That they, they don't go to the Olympics. They don't. Surf. No, we're not the water events. Charlie, don't surf. Thanks, mate. Right. Okay. Right. And anyway, and Jack, what Jack? what are you guys working on? And let's talk about tricks at the moment. Well, since we are between uh, newly airing episodes of Star Trek, we have gone back to fill in some gaps. Although we already did uh, Star Trek Picard Season 3 all the way through, we're currently finishing up. uh, We're on our second half of the first season of Star Trek Picard uh, until uh, some new Star Trek comes out. We're going to probably stick on Picard until then. So we haven't done Season 2 either, so we'll probably do that in some gap further times. And I then, of course, we have. Really good. <laughs> yeah. But then again, we have several, uh, several of our Patreon shows coming out as well that we've that we've planned out a few. So that's what oh. we're doing over at Let's Talk About Trucks. Thanks. Thank you, Jack. Yes, Olivia. I, you know, I should plug. Um, it just occurred to me. I have, I do have a 
a D&D stream um, oh, oh, that yeah. airs pretty regularly. We do. I'm in two games right now. So we have a, a Friday horror game that's almost every Friday night here in, mm -hmm. in the U.S. Starts at, you can watch it at 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Um, I don't know what that translates into in other time zones, but I'm sure people are clever enough to figure that out. Uh, and then we also have our Strange Lore podcast, which has become kind of just a 1940s office drama. Um, like it, it was, it was actually kind of a Star Trek-y vibe, but we were switching back and forth between this 1920s sci-fi storyline and on a different planet and then office workers in a science fiction, like periodical office in the forties, but we've kind of just been hanging out in the forties for a while. Um, and that's every other Sunday evening. So it will be and playing again tomorrow night. Presuming in the 1940s office, you're not coming across a lot of trolls or dragons. No, just really evil exes. Um, oh, well, well, my fault got them. Weird... <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so a form of a troll, actually. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I could have a whole game to myself. But yeah, that's that's on Long Lost Lore on Twitch. I'll send over the info so you can oh, have on Twitch. it. Now, have you seen, yeah. have, have you seen Todd Stashwick's D&D Dungeon? Oh, I haven't seen it myself, but I have seen oh. it in all the photos and things. It looks fantastic. Um, that that is just next level. That is really yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah, no, it looks truly impressive. So yeah. Oh well, I, that would be my aim. Just, yeah. Just, just just to go down there and go. Oh my god. Yeah. Look how nerdy I am, and then leave. Yeah, and then leave <laughs> because I found someone nerdier. <laughs> um, Olivia, if you've got links for those, um, send them through, and I'll, I'll put yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send them you. along. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you both for being part of this today. This has been a lot of fun. Um, we'll be back next week with another one on the Fifty Shades of Trek project. We might be doing a next generation next week. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, then. Yeah, mm. one of those sexy next generation. You, you choose all that. I don't care. That's right. I do the admin. I couldn't care less. <laughs> thank you, mate. It's no. a Wesley episode, right? Those are the sexiest. Oh, with, yeah, the, that running around the planet and and then he should have been killed. Stepping on flowers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Punishment. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, hang on. Didn't he? Um, who was the? Who was the? He had a love interest in one episode. Robin. Robin. Yeah, which was Robin um, Loveler. Yeah. yeah, played by um. Oh gosh. Naomi uh, Judd. Ashley Judd. Ashley, Ashley Judd. Judd. There you yes. go. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good effort. Yeah. 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 I think I'll ask Not a bad choice. Yeah. You could do a lot worse than Ashley Judd. I know. Oh no doubt. A lot worse. <laughs> I, I, I suggested once to Will Wheaton that that episode was to compensate for the really ugly jumpers they made him wear every episode. <laughs> okay, you can wear this fucking ugly jumper, but you can also kiss ass and jump. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's been fantastic fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for making time for us, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Thank cool. you. Yeah, appreciate it. It's just not what you'd expect. That's Unplanned Trek. Unplanned Trek. And Olivia, thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you guys. So this was fun. Uh, I like the premise. It's a it's a good, fun, silly thing to do. I think it it's is fun very, very silly. <laughs> you know, I, I, Trek is great when it's like these deep, you know interesting philosophical questions that it asks but it's also fun when it's just so silly and i think that the silliness is usually the best when they play it so straight but it's Absolutely. just so goofy and that's, yeah. i love that so true so true hello and thank you for listening to 
Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. I'm George Takei, and this is an unplanned interruption. Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. And is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. If you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. We're thankful to all our listeners, including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks, Haunted John, Lee Nickel and Thomas Norris. Unplanned Trek! Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek! Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Unplanned Trek! Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Blame Daniels, Blame Daniels.